Hey folks, have you ever kind of wondered what it would be like to be on the other side of the desk as a passive investor and then switch gears and become an active investor? Well, our special guest today, Kim Lackey, zooming in from beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, has done exactly that. And she's up to all sorts of interesting things in real estate. Kim, glad to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> Likewise. And for everybody that's watching this on YouTube, you'll see that there's a much younger, more handsome looking guy on the screen with us. That's Bryce Kaminsky. Bryce is my new co-host with the most, and he's going to be coming along for the ride here, interjecting from time to time. So Bryce, great to have you on the call as well, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, just give me a few more years, Dave. I'll catch up. I'll get the the white <laughs> yeah. is going to creep in. I've got a, you a don't want to catch so up, buddy. Catching up. Hold on to it as long as you can. Look what happens Will when do. you catch up. Anyhow, enough, enough, enough. Kim, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the Kim Lackey story. How did you get into real estate investing? What sparked your interest in the first place? I think I always had an interest. Um, I really just enjoyed looking at properties and drive. I do a lot of driving. So it was like, oh, I'd see this empty lot and how cute that would look with a cottage, you know, next to the lake or, you know, a, see some infill projects going. And I'm like, oh, I really wanted to do that. But what was so where, where was, on, was this in Ottawa that you were seeing this stuff? Or no, I know you're I, from Vancouver originally, right? Yeah, I grew up in Richmond, BC. Yeah. So it's just south of uh, the airport. Mm-hmm. So very familiar with that that neck of the woods, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Used to be a lot of agriculture there. We used to call it ditchmen because <laughs> it was all the ditches. <laughs> I just remember blackberries. It's not that so yeah. so you were one of those you're one of those nerds like me that you always kind of saw opportunities, but you're always looking at it yeah. from from the investing side of things. So when did you yeah. kind of take that first stab at it? First stab of it was when my husband and I got engaged and it, we were looking around for where we're going to stay, you know, mm-hmm. rent or stay in mom and dad's basement. Or So it was through that uh, I had met some friends a couple months before. They were looking to sell their condo and move into a house. I quite liked the condo, was quite eager to get my hands on it. Yeah. So we didn't go through a realtor. We just uh, negotiated together. Nice. Uh, Got some money from my dad, which was very helpful, but I also had to sell my car. Mm. And because I worked at the airport, uh, Richmond's pretty close. It would take me about 20 minutes by car and about the same with the bike. So I gave up my my car to be able to bike to work so that we could afford a condo. So that was kind of my way of giving up something to be able to get something bigger. And we've moved on, um, but my mom still lives in that condo. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Keep it I, in the uh, family. Yeah. Mom and dad uh, wanted to get rid of the family home. My dad wasn't well. So, yeah, it would just seem I had it rented um, and had no plans to come back anytime soon. But the way things were going, it was an opportunity to help mom and dad out. So, and yeah, I'm thinking the been... value of that condo has gone up pretty good since you first bought it. Yeah. Just guessing. But just guessing. I got a partner. <laughs> I got a couple of partners. So. <laughs> All right. So that was kind of an accidental investment. Yeah. Uh, when, what was your first foray into revenue real estate? Real estate. So fast forward to COVID. Mm. Uh, I was, 
was at a time when I, I guess a lot of people were kind of second guessing what where they were at in life. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't overly happy where my job had taken me. So speaking uh, of, you'd gone from Vancouver to Ottawa at this time. Is that correct? Uh, no, I went up oh. north with my oh, husband. Okay. We went up to the Northwest Territories. Uh, it was a government job. Mm. Uh, so we were up there, no kids. Uh, we were in our early 30s. And uh, should have known back then that would have been nice to be able to invest in while we were on a government salary up there. But, yeah. uh, you know, hindsight. So we were up there for seven years. Seven years, it was nice. Um, Then we had triplets. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's what brought us to Ottawa. (laughs) Wow, three three reasons. That's amazing. Three reasons, yeah. So How how old are the triplets now? I'm just curious. They're 17. Wow. Boys, girls, mix? What what do you got? Two girls and a boy. Okay. Uh, Not quite sure what they're going to do next year. so we're kind of in the midst of having those conversations. But yeah, so I'm coming up to having some more of my free time back yeah. and uh, and looking at what the next horizons are, at least for the next two to three years, but bigger picture, probably the next 10. Yeah, fair um, enough. So sorry, I interrupted you again. What was your first foray into revenue? Program? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, COVID and I was, I had always really been interested looking at all the prices and stuff of houses and how they were going up and it's like facebook knows what you're thinking because next thing i know i got an advertisement for some um reduced education on a three-day weekend and so i thought that that would be the time that yes i could dedicate that time was it one of those good looking hgtv type folks yes got you hooked there we go yeah Yeah, it got me hooked (laughs) good old good old scott and michael Yeah. yeah So, um, so for the next, I would say probably a good year, I was uh, learning from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I took the opportunity to do was get my RSPs at, um, into a, a trust company. So I went with um, I went with both at the time. There was Olympia and Western Pacific. Mm-hmm. That was kind of um, when you don't do your due diligence, you don't know that there's others out there. So I ended up with two investments in two different uh, trust companies um, having to deal with that. So, um, so I did some land development, bigger projects out um, South of Toronto. So those are as a uh, passive investor. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about a seven. Why did you decide to start passive instead of active first, Kim? Um, I think it was nerves. Yeah. Um, Not pulling understanding. I knew I always knew that I wanted to get a like a cottage or a second house to be able to fix something up and do it. And we did get that opportunity. Uh, we remortgaged the current house we have and yeah. we're able to do that. We uh, fast forward a year, I guess. So November, 2021, uh, we purchased a single family home in Cornwall, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from where we live. And I spent the winter renovating that. And it was supposed to be a joint effort between my husband and I. Uh, <laughs> he defaulted. <laughs> wow. um, he he ended up getting a new job. So his time was um, a lot different, uh, not having weekends available and that kind of thing. So, so this, this was a flip property, is that correct? 
Yeah, flipped myself. So flipped myself. So define what does that mean? So it's uh, you do the renovations, you put some money into fixing it up, you increase the value of it. And then when you refinance, hopefully you've done enough and the market's gone up enough that you can take out your full investment. And, okay, uh, so some people call just... that a, a burr. Yes. Same idea. Yeah. Flip to yourself. I like Same that idea. One too. Yeah. Yeah. So we... We've got a we got a pretty expert flipper on the call here with us right now. Bryce uh, mm-hmm. has flipped many, many, many houses. Worked for a number mm-hmm. of years with uh, Stefan Arnio, who was kind of Canada's flipping king for for quite some time. Bryce, any quick questions that you have for Kim uh, about her first flip to herself? Well, um, I guess the the big thing is like if you were to start again on that project, what would you do different? Get, uh, get your get your husband roped in. Yeah, get my husband on board. Um, I probably would have picked a, as much as I like the property and it's a good location. I probably w- should have been looking um, bigger to be able to have a secondary or a, a third kind of unit to be able to have extra income. Uh, it is a fairly big property right now. So the potential is to maybe add a coach house at some point, but uh, I think I could have done a little bit more searching. I just was more eager to get in the game. They always say it's better to be in than sitting on the sidelines. So that's kind of, I had been looking for a while, different places along the, the St. Lawrence Seaway area. Mm-hmm. And Cornwall just seemed to be an up and coming. Still got a lot of new things coming to Cornwall. So, yeah. So how far away is that from where you live, Kim? Cornwall? Yeah. An hour and 15 minutes. An hour and 15. So that's a lot of back and forth to go swinging the hammers and and doing the work yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And so you're holding on to that one. Is it cash flow positive or is it breaking even or is it losing a little bit cash flow wise? As no, as I've been. I just got some reports from my bookkeeper, and we're cash flowing. We're actually doing fairly well. So that's wonderful. having those conservative numbers, and yeah, really made a difference. Well, that is wonderful. So, Congratulations! Yeah, and getting a good rate as well. <laughs> locking it in, I hear. I guess. I, <laughs> yes, I guess you yeah. locked that one. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah. All right. So you've you've had experience on the passive side of things, investing in land development type deals. Now you've had some experience flipping to yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. What are your plans moving ahead? So um, I did invest with another couple. Um, We have joint ventures together, so they're doing the work. Mm -hmm. Um, So within about three years, I'll get my capital back from that. It'll be an equity partnership in that. Is that in a single um, so family home or a multifamily? What kind of a deal they're, is that? They're two single family homes, slight rancher style, and they're putting uh, SDUs in the basement. So define so, SDU for folks that don't know what that means? Secondary dwelling unit. Oh, so, so putting in a secondary suite in the basement? Got basement, it. yeah. And then with the potential, uh, once the properties are stabilized, which will take about a year, year and a half, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, there might be some interest in putting coach houses on those. Nice. So Ottawa allows up up to three on a property at this point. Yeah, they're becoming much yeah. more cooperative about densification these days, aren't they? 
Yes. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. So, okay, so you've got a couple of those deals. What else are you planning to yeah. do? So right now I'm um, looking into that land development. It's always been an interest, as I said earlier. So I had taken a workshop in uh, BC. I went back to see some family. I did a three-day workshop. Uh, got to meet some people I had known before on what they were doing construction-wise on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, really liked what they were doing. And uh, found a friend. Um, she's. We just went to an event, um, met each other, clicked really well. Both have the same goals. So we're putting together a partnership a corporation to be able to do some land development. So I signed up for a course that so starts yeah. in two weeks or Good. actually one week. So I'll be doing that. And uh, there's another two couples here that are planning to do even bigger land development. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of shadowing them as they go through their projects to just get that hands-on learning and be able to share some of my time to be able to learn and eventually be able to own a property vacant, preferably to be able to build um, an eightplex or twelveplex or whatever to start uh, so in in Ontario. Yeah. In Ottawa, yes. In Ottawa, kind of wanted to be close. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah that sure. makes a lot of sense. So up until now, Kim, you've been kind of self-financing a lot of things. Is that mm-hmm. what you're planning to do moving ahead? Or are you going to start bringing on partners and 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 you being the active partner and other people being more on the passive side? That's the plan is uh, I can't do it with all um, nobody else, my money, because I don't have any left. So it's uh, working on um, doing the capital raise, putting together the package, um, getting my idea out there, mm-hmm. making sure I understand the do's and don'ts in doing that. Yeah. And yeah, that's next on my list, um, even this week, to be able to start putting that together. Okay. Well, I, usually what I recommend under these circumstances, Kim, is that if at all possible, you join forces with somebody else who's got some experience doing this and mm-hmm. pay to play, so to speak. So in other words, you you put in some money in the deal, but you say, hey, I want to also be an active participant in this project instead of just a, a passive participant. But here's the good news, Kim. Mm-hmm. You've already got a little bit of indirect experience from the land development deal that you invested in a few years ago at the beginning of the pandemic with your mm-hmm. RRSPs. So is is that project anything like what you want to be doing yourself or is it a completely different kettlefish? Um, not right away. It's a, that one was a bigger project. They had four different land developments that they were doing. So but any, any but one of the, them was, how big were the different land developments? Um, one was um, executive townhomes. I think there was 12 of them Okay, uh, just outside of Toronto. There's um, like a small neighborhood, some single families, some duplexes. Yeah. And close to where they're putting up that um, nuclear plant. Can't remember the name of the town there. Yeah. So that's one. What were the other two like? Yeah. What kind of, just tell me what kind the of. The other two. Um, yeah. They were putting up multifamilies. Like I, big I ones? I'd have to. Yeah. The bigger ones. Okay. And uh, another set of townhomes, but not as high end. As the ones in Toronto. So 
they're all and, some of them they've already sold off so they're mm -hmm. already gone um the next ones to be looked at were the townhomes in toronto and it was you know questionable as to what kind of prices that we get because obviously over time the construction got expensive right and timelines were delayed so yeah so maybe so we not should be exactly, having a not exactly what you want to do because you want to develop and, and put a do you say a 12 plex 10 to 12 plex on there yeah ideally and then hold on to it or sell it hold on to it okay so yeah. slightly different model there you're not building to sell you're building to rent and and to rent. hold long term That's correct. Yeah. okay but you could still yeah. kind of share the fact that you've been an investor in these kind of properties and and mm -hmm. bring that to the table then i would highly recommend that you quote unquote borrow a deal from the people that you're learning from if they've mm -hmm. done anything similar to what you want to be doing in and around ottawa are you learning mm -hmm. from uh, karina by any chance no i i do have some friends that are working with her but i do have other friends that are working with darren barrows and that's okay yeah, no, darren's, a, yeah, darren's a great guy too so yeah yeah I, I definitely know i know both of them i've worked with karina she was a client of ours a couple of years ago uh, doing mm -hmm. some some cool stuff yeah they both do it kind of separate differently karina's yeah. more on the paper side whereas darren kind of manages his, he's a private manager sticks. yeah 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 no very very interesting so anyhow See if you can borrow one of Darren's projects if he's done any anywhere near Ottawa that are that are similar to what you want to do and mm -hmm. use that as a case study for explaining what you want to be doing to uh to prospective investor partners most definitely. Yes. So, yeah. if you could wave the realistic magic wand there Kim, what would mm -hmm. you like to accomplish in the next let's say 2 years? 2 years? Uh if I yes. For sure, I want to buy the property. Uh, it would be doing all the due diligence, which can take some time. Uh, also with the city. Uh, I don't know what their schedules are like now, but they are making some changes to be able to hopefully move that progress stick a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So in two years... I, 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 won't, I, won't, get, I won't bash government workers because I think you are one. <laughs> <laughs> True. I know how they work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe you got an inside scoop there. It would be pretty much um, working towards that, that time frame to be able to get the shovels in the ground. So I, I think it would probably take a good two years for that to happen. Well, that's I, I like your focus. I like the fact that you're getting educated about this. I like the fact that you've already invested in development deals. So you understand it very much from a, uh, the passive investor side of things. Let me ask you this. I know you're you're fairly tapped out with what you've invested in other projects and stuff like that. But if it were necessary, would you be able to put in some money in your deal? Yes. Like I said, the um the ones that's coming due is the bigger land development, the first one that I put mm -hmm. into. Um that would probably come due in around that 18 month part from now. I'll be getting some of those funds back. Yeah. Um, it would have to go through a different way because I can't I can't invest in myself. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. so but I'd have to um, do a swap back and forth with somebody else. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. And then the other joint venture that I have, um, if we can get those properties refinanced and stabilized within that time frame, 
I would certainly be putting that money towards that start up my company and, and move that that forward. Yeah. Well, that's exciting stuff, Kim. Well, I wish you all the best. And um, as we're wrapping up here, if people want to connect with you and find out more about Kim Lackey, what should they do? So they can reach me on Facebook, Kim Lackey Investments, or I do have a website. It's KimLackeyInvestments.com. It needs a little bit of work, but we're getting there. So yes, definitely. Progress, not perfection. Exactly. Exactly. Can't waste too much time on that. (laughs) Awesome, Kim. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. It's been a lot of fun. And and Bryce, thanks for helping out. Thanks, Dave. Thanks.